<laughs> it's a special edition of Cross the Line 1524, the Halloween edition, recorded live with Benjamin at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god Mary, what was Mary wonders what he does down here by himself uh, she hasn't heard that yet so. what was the last thing it was said uh, it said what's, what's your, your name? name oh Okay. So welcome to Cross the Line 1524. It's the Halloween edition. It's actually Halloween weekend. Uh, we originally weren't going to record this weekend. That's why we did a bunch of Halloween stuff on our last podcast. But we were recording, so it's Halloween. Oh, We just had nothing better to do. That's right. That's right. So I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bishaw. And we're the 15 side. Jeff Montag. And Ruben Hunt, and we are the 24 side. And um, part of the 24 side, I think, is kind of... Are your knees knocking? Because Benjamin's here, I'm telling you. I, well, I the spirit so, is the here. The lights have been dancing all I'm the- telling you, this week, every time I'm down here... That, see, you can't make it do it. you got to shake it I hard. Know. And uh, I was down here early this morning, early, early, and that thing went off for like two minutes. Wow. Hair stood up on the back of my neck, and I'm like, Benjamin? He's pumped good up. Good morning. For, he's pumped up for Halloween. He's That's right. funny because you said, before we eat dinner, you said exorcist, and when you did, the lights dimmed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only the two behind me and Alan. It is. Because yeah. aren't these three on the same They're circuit? All, all on the same circuit. So, But these two behind Different me and switches, Alan. Different switches, same circuit. Pulse. How's everybody's week been? It's been good. Busy as usual, but very good week. Jeff? Tiring. I'm, I'm whooped. Yeah, Ruben? <laughs> not too bad. I got a broken finger. But other than that, not too um, bad. Putting it in the wrong like damn sto- place. Yeah, like yeah we're not going to ask where you've been putting that. <laughs> it feels, it's not too bad, though. You know, come to f- think about it, Margie's not here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave that go then. <laughs> just leave that at yeah, that. She, didn't make it. she yeah, had yeah. a quick turn of family show up tonight. So, what, everybody's so. Dr- what are you drinking tonight, Dwayne? Beaming beam Pepsi. Uh, no, will it black and will it in Pepsi? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Mike Gardner, kick your butt! <laughs> I got you guys going for just a second. You did, there. you did. That would that would be alcohol abuse. I know that it would. would be. I saw the bottle up there and I thought I got to just go back and when I sit down and say I, that black and in Pepsi is really good. Jeff, how about yourself? I'm with Dwayne Beam and Pepsi. Uh, believe it or not, I'm Jim Beam and Pepsi. What the Diet heck? Pepsi. I'd, I'm doing a, I'm a doing an Elijah Craig small batch right that. now. And it's good, that. nice and tasty. I, uh, I thought we tried to kill that big beam soldier over there. I'll it's about dead. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Alan's turning into the straight bourbon he is. drinker now. He I'm is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. So we're going to do a blind testing here in a little bit. Okay. Um, but, I've seen the bottles. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> maple syrup. Yeah, it's not maple syrup, <laughs> although. <laughs> I could get away with a whole bunch of stuff this spring while I'm doing syrup if I did that. Ooh, that Jeff, you've been gone. You were gone all last week, kind of part of the week. You had an adventure. You had an adventure. Did have an adventure out to Oregon. We've talked about it a couple times coming up to this that uh, my daughter Melody got married, and uh, so, out in Oregon. So, so she was on the beach. Most yeah. people would think sunny skies. Waves crashing on the well, beach. You so. know, I'm sure when she decided a few years ago that's where she wanted to get married. That's what she. That's what she pictured, but it didn't <laughs> but. quite work out that way. But you know what? Um, it is October. Well, actually, what I found out is Oregon. That's one of the drier months of the year for Oregon. Really? Yeah. <laughs> actually, but it wasn't except for last. We were week. out there. 
So, but you know, um, yeah, Robin and I left Tuesday. Now the kids, the kids went out uh, Saturday, Saturday prior, and met with met with my son and his fiance out there. So they had a few days hanging out uh, a little north of where we were at. Oh, so you did say Mark's fiance? Oh yeah, oh, you I didn't, didn't know, know that. Oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. Great. They don't have a date set yet, okay. but they're I didn't they're know that. engaged. And, uh, so yeah, so they uh, they hung out at. Uh, an Airbnb up in uh, Coos Bay, Coos Bay, Oregon, for a few days, and then um, the day after we got there, we went down to uh, Gold Beach, Oregon. So just so you know, so it's like four-hour drive from the nearest airport, which is in Eugene, Oregon, wow. which isn't a very big airport, by the way, either. I mean, the next-door neighbors are a herd of sheep. <laughs> to the so, but, uh, so yeah, so Robin and I, we left, uh, Tuesday last week and, uh, flew into Oregon with, uh, me and Robin and her mother-in-law and we stayed overnight in Oregon and then drove down the four hours down to, down to Gold Beach to a very nice, um, bed and breakfast. It's actually a lodge. We rented the whole lodge. There were 16 people with us there. So we had the whole... The whole place looked like a nice there. place. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, it looked cool. It's called, it uh, real cool. It's yeah. called Taylor Creek Lodge. Um, yeah, I would recommend it to anybody. Great people. They took good care of us. Was that the Bre- treehouse? Uh, yeah, breakfast, and then yeah, a couple hundred yards behind the main lodge house, they've got a treehouse built back this ravine and with a natural waterfall about a fifteen foot waterfall. You guys saw the video. Yeah, I think. Right. beautiful. That was yeah, awesome. Beautiful place. Awesome. It's just unbelievable. Um, can you stay in that? Yeah, actually, a couple of the um, a couple of the younger couples, friends that uh, of Melody's, the, the maid of honor, matron. I'm sorry, matron of honor. She she had been married a week and a half. Melody was in her wedding a week and a half before her. Oh wedding. boy! <laughs> so they got the honeymoon suite, I guess, out there oh. at the <laughs> treehouse by the waterfall. But uh, yeah, it's a beautiful place, and it's kind of a little bit of a working small farm because they've got chickens and ducks, and they got some raised garden How beds. Awesome! Got yeah. apple trees out front that uh, are just most of them are just good and ripe now. And the first morning of breakfast, um, Dale, who is owns the place with his wife Rachel, ran out and got a batch of apples and brought them in, and they cooked them up and they became oh. the topping to these fantastic pancakes awesome. that she made and that that is cool but the place uh, it's kind of tucked back a, a just a couple minutes from the ocean but it's off the ocean and yeah. back a kind of back a little valley so i can tell you the ocean uh at the beach it was the ocean was angry i mean yeah. it was there were some waves i mean i've only been to the pacific one other time it was with reuben and, yeah. and margie yeah about five years ago yeah and uh I can tell you, I saw some, you know, I've been to the Atlantic a lot, and of course the Pacific's way different anyway, but right. uh, man, I saw some waves like I've never seen, no and kidding. it was the whole time we were there. It was, it was, we were just down. real close to the edge of Oregon. We weren't quite there. So, yeah, we were in Northern. We yeah. were, and so that was, uh, we were staying, I think, about an hour and a half north of where we stayed oh, okay. when we were in Northern California. Okay. So that's, that's kind of how it's close beautiful it is country. to the Redwood Forest. And there's redwoods up there. They actually had redwood trees in their yard. They had oh, a big, no this big trio of redwood trees. Not, not, not right. huge like you know we you see down in the redwood forest. But right. uh, um, they got to start somewhere. 
they got to start somewhere. That's awesome. So 500 these, years from now, they might be that's huge. Right. That's right. And, not, you know, these trees here are probably 500 years old. They just need to go another 1,000 or something. Right. And they'll be as big as the other ones. Yep. But anyway, um, yeah, just gorgeous place. So, yeah, if you guys are looking. You know, it's great that the, the weather there is very temperate in that um, the highs in, in the summers are high 60s, low 70s. Wow. Right there, that close to the coast. You know, you, he said you can go 30 miles inland and it'll be 100 degrees. It'll be 68 here. Right. And wow. In the, win- the wintertime, they don't get any snow there. It's kind of the same. I mean, they get Stays the, highs, the highs are in the low 60s, high 50s, low 60s in, in the middle of winter. So it's sweatshirt weather year-round. Yeah, much. they don't have air conditioning at this place. We, wow. When we ran the windows wide open in the bedroom, and it was great. We could hear the creek running and the chickens cackling. And, That's awesome. Huh. And, that, and they don't have any roosters for a specific reason. You know, <laughs> so you don't have to deal with that. But uh, Now, didn't California in there just get hit with some, like, cyclone? The or? day after we left. They were they were actually kind of batting down the hatches there even because they knew this weather was coming in. And, then yeah, C- California really got smashed. They did. Yeah, because I was watching the football game, and they were talking about it yeah. on – um, Sunday night, you yeah. know this whatever yeah. wind, rain, oh, did, rain cyclone. Did, I mean, or, did you watch that game? The yeah. rain coming down. That it was crazy. crazy. Yeah, Cal- California especially, but they got to hit up there. So, so anyway, so yeah, so we drove down Wednesday. The wedding was Thursday, so the kids were out running around Thursday morning trying to figure just exactly where they wanted to do this and trying to. They were looking at the weather, looking sure. for a window of time. So it was like it was go time. They were like, "Okay, it's time to go." So we took like a ten minute drive from the lodge, and it was like thirty to forty mile an hour winds and <laughs> some rain. And it's all good, you know. It was all good. It, well, it's a memory. You, uh, you guys saw the pictures of my yeah. daughter. Yeah, yeah. She oh, wasn't. She wasn't a bit disappointed. Not at all. And um, at all. and she posted that you know it, it was the way it was supposed to be. You know, but you saw on her face, she was just absolutely. It was definitely her greatest day, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. So, and the old man cleans up pretty good, don't he? You know he what? Does. Uh, he does. Uh, if yeah. we can get permission, we're going to use that picture on our promo for this podcast. There you go. Yeah. It's a great picture. It I mean, was. It was. And, uh, you know, look, I learned, and, I learned the last, I didn't mean to stop you, but I learned in the middle of the last, right before we were leaving, that, that your older son, Mark, he ordained as a minister and married him. Yep. That's right. So, that's awesome. So, yeah. So it was, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, um, and you can see, you know, he's, you know, people had him growing up. He never had long hair, but no. since he's been living in Salt Lake City, and he's become the mountain man. He's got yeah. this long, crazy hair and a beard, beard and all yeah. this stuff. And you see him in the picture, and his hair is flying around in the wind, like, you know, like the late, like the girls, you know, hair was flying around. But, um, but no, it's great. It's kind of cliffside, thirty to forty mile an hour winds, and and if you know, again, if you see that picture of her. She's laughing. We're laughing as we're walking up. And, but the reason her eyes are closed is because the rain is hitting her in the face that hard. You know? Wow. And so it's like, it's like that's, it was blowing that hard. It was crazy. Wow. But we had a good time. We, you know, it was a pretty quick ceremony. And we were out of there and back to the house. And this lodge had just a great party room, kind of game room with a big, uh, big regulation pool table. And yep. the place was big enough that you could actually play pool 
on a regulation pool table without having hit a, a stick on the wall. Hold your, hold your stick straight up. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice. And yeah, had a nice bar and stuff, and a kitchen in that. And a kitchen in that if you want to do your own cooking. Yeah, it looked like a beautiful place to oh, do yeah. for a group yeah. to get away. Yeah, so it was. It was not that this group good. likes to get away to places like and, that. And, but and all in one, yeah. Could, you know, could, I I I saw the pictures of Melanie. Melanie, <laughs> and she you couldn't have wiped that smile off or not. She was yeah. a happy day. That was for so sure. So I, I loved the one. You know, after the wedding, they were in there playing pool. Did you? see that yeah, picture yeah and she beat him spitting right an image she of, well, it was sitting, a spitting image of her dad yeah. i mean sitting, there's no sitting, doubt sitting on the edge of the table yeah. with her tongue sticking out and she's getting ready to queue up right i've seen uh, that I, same view at nixie's i probably ago. have 100 pictures with jeff in them with his tongue sticking out just like that <laughs> <laughs> and jeff tells me his mom used or was it your mom used to do the my same da- thing my dad, your dad my dad was known for yeah in the picture yeah. but those are intentional hers was just in concentration which i do that some too yeah right but she was concentrating on her pool shot well congratulations so, but, man. Uh, all good yeah so, it's all good yeah. you know we have a lot of listeners actually on the west coast california oregon washington if you're one of those listeners, holler back at us. Let us know who you are. Yes. You can drop us a line at podcast at Cross the Line 1524 or a message on our Facebook page, Cross the Line 15 slash 24. So I'm going to cut that so out. So I don't know if you guys realize that so? I, have a, I have a habit of saying the word so. Yes, you do. So I spend most of my time. <laughs> I just did it. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. I, He's done I it twice since right. he said it. I probably cut a hundred of them out of each podcast i mean that's i'm to the point i i can look at the waveform because when i'm editing that's what i'm looking at there i can look at the waveform and go right there's a so go right to it it'll be so (laughs) cut it out bad habit so i said so (laughs) i sent him a text the other night i listened to the one bourbon podcast he said you ought to listen to that it's really good and jeff's like yeah i've listened to it so i was doing something and i just flipped it on you're saying so now yeah i know but I flipped it on, and those guys are saying so. Like, every every other sentence is like so. So I stopped what I was doing, I text now, and I know where you got the habit from. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's uh, – everybody's got a habit. And I, I, I think if I wouldn't have mentioned it to everybody, it wouldn't be – you know, I, I just look at it. Every time I hear it, I'm like – It's your way of making your point of reference when you start your next and it, it, That's exactly what yeah, it is. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's fine. So let's go to our next. I did that on purpose. <laughs> Uh, Facebooks this week, Mark Zuckerberg announced, and we heard that this was happening. They're going to change the overall Facebook corporate name to Meta. Meta. Any thoughts on that? I mean, if you read into what they're, yeah, it's really going to be more of a Meta universe, is right. where they're going, where everything's virtual, Meta-verse. virtual, and yeah. co-joined. Uh, I, I, yeah, so they, they own more companies than you realize already. Right. Oh well, yeah, and they're, and they're just—it's going to be—they're just sucking up companies. Exactly. Yeah, so the you know, so the Facebook is just going to become another part along with the other entities that are going to be under this Meta, right? Right. And um, you know, it, that happens all the time. I think part of it is—it's—it just seems like it's awful convenient that it happened right now after the uh, the whistleblowers after the second one came forward. And they've got all the controversy and all the things about how they're so harmful to social media and to right. young kids. And then all of a sudden, oh, hey, we're going to be meta and we're going to be happy. And I mean, I think, yes, was this in the plan? Yes, because you don't just all of a sudden think of this. Was the release of it now versus maybe another time because of all the controversy and things going on? 
Yeah, I just think it was awful convenient that, hey, maybe this is a good time to change the conversation to where we can – we're no longer this now. Yeah, now, we're, so, now we're this. So Zuckerberg's and, no longer the head of Facebook. He's the head of Meta. Right, exactly. Right. right. It, I, I think that there's just so many – like Alan said, there's so many parts to all this now. They have to – I don't know what you want to call serrated up into so many pieces. Now they have to create the, a, a global universe well, on it. And well, the FCC is after them already yeah, because right, they because they just monopolizing them. Right. If you yeah. buy, if any company that has started that was their competition, they just consume them. Right. And and this is what you get when that happens is you have one person and one company controlling the narrative of the world. I mean, it's not just the country. This is worldwide. You're right. You know, you touched on that. You think, what, there's 3.5 billion people on Facebook now? I mean, the majority of the universe is on it. And and you can actually manipulate mind thoughts and, you know, and outcomes. uh, Here's my deal, though. It's no different than watching a newscast. I agree. I mean, they manipulate... Right. Depending uh, unfortunately, on unfortunately, what, that's true. Yeah, and right. it shouldn't be like that. But no. it's almost maybe more true than at least on Facebook. We may get tagged for saying something about COVID, but we get our voice out there and that's can right. say it. Right. You know our viewpoint. Right. You know where the news channels actually news channel before they the they filter what they're going to let you hear. Right. So I read a good, I was started reading a good article about why you should get rid of the news. And I didn't get to finish reading it. I'll share it with you, Alan. Maybe you can, we can post it on our page for other people to read. It was really interesting. It was talking about just what we're talking about is, you know, it's controlled. It's, they're directing a narrative, their direction. It's not, it's not anymore about reporting. You know, it's, it's not what it was and it's never going to be that again, probably. So it was just interesting to, to, what the article was making you think. Yeah. Very long read, but a pretty good read. I got about halfway through it, and we were, then my cows got out and stuff. All right. Go. Enough of that. It's going to be a fun the podcast. Cows, yeah. The cows got this out. This is going to be the a non-political podcast. Bring us down, man. I don't know if you realize, on our last podcast we did, it was fun. Our friend Carrig Taylor <laughs> said, yeah. awesome podcast. Yes, Non-political. I'm like, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We try not to be. So. Right. Uh, and there's another so that I'll cut out. It's uh, it, it, it's tough when it's again it, it has to do with the everyday going on in life so right but it is tough right we're going to do something a little different every couple you know the last few podcasts we've been starting with a tasting i've waited uh we're going to start the tasting that we're going to do you right waited. now I, I don't know i don't think i <laughs> yeah waited. but you're not not you're not doing the t- we're all drinking but oh. we're going to do some tasting <laughs> we're going to do something a little different alan's being scientific I'm being a a little objective, I guess the word is. Objective? Objective. On subject? What I have noticed is it appears that sometimes when we're doing tastings, uh, maybe the name on the bottle or maybe the price, um, if you know it ahead of time, affects how you feel about the bourbon. Right. Um. So we're going to do a blind tasting. What we have here is three bottles that all say Stanger Sugar Shack Maple Syrup on them. Uh, they're labeled one, two, and three. I love this. This, is, awesome. they, this is a new business now. They were... <laughs> there may be a model here. Uh, they were originally labeled A, B, and C. My wife, Mary, came down not knowing what A, and B, a, B and C were, relabeled them one, two, and three. No particular order. Right. So she knows what one, two, and three are. 
as far you as A, B, and C. Now. So I don't know. But I know what A, B, and C were to start with. Okay. So it is a true blind taste. It's a true neither blind. one of them know which no one, one, one of us know. Okay. Yeah, so this is pretty cool. As you notice, I'm getting professional here. We've got little bottles of water to you clean are. your palate. Yes. i got, yeah. I got oyster crackers in between. Oh, wow. And we're going to take a commercial break. And while we'll... We may be classified was, as a professional. We're going to get this. Everywhere. We're going to get this oyster. set up during the commercial break. Yeah, but oyster cracker. Where's the pancakes, man? And <laughs> I don't right, know if we, we got syrup. I don't know if you put that syrup on pancakes. So we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with Cross the Line, fifteen twenty-four. You know, it's about time to restock the rusted nail speakeasy with some fine liquors. There's only one place we go for that. When we're in Brookville, we shop at Tebby's. Liquor store, downtown Brookville, Indiana, on Main Street. They have a selection of beer, wine, liquors, vodkas, your seltzers, whatever you want right here in Brookville, Indiana. Give them a shout. Stop in and say hi. Now, if you're out towards Batesville, Indiana, check out Batesville Liquor Co. They've got a huge selection. They're in what used to be a grocery store. Now it's filled with alcohol. They've got selections of bourbons, selections of wines, vodkas, whiskeys, you name it, they've got it. Located in Batesville, Indiana. So whether you're in Batesville or Brookville, we got two spots for you to hit. Check them out. Tebby Liquors in Brookville and the Batesville Liquor Company out in Batesville, Indiana. Tell them to cross the line, 1524 crew sent you. You okay, Ruben? I got two of these for y'all, but yeah. Right. <laughs> Which one's wood? rogue? Good wood. How much wood? It's wood, okay? It's Maddie's. Hey, we'll, we'll let Mary listen to our intro. <laughs> oh, it gets better. It's a special edition of Cross the Line 1524. You're married to that. The <laughs> Halloween edition. You're going to take that over here tonight. <laughs> with Benjamin. The Rusted Nail. Speak easy. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> We're back here. For, for the record, the look on Mary's face is like, what the hell? It explains a lot. Yes. <laughs> And as you can tell, we're a little more jovial. So we just got done uh, doing a blind tasting with three different bourbons. Um, and we're going to go over the results. Let's talk about bourbon number one, folks. Bourbon number one. I'll, I'll go start. Mine, I, that was number two in my my list of which one I liked. Okay. Um, it was number two in mine. I mean, it was our first one. So like Jeff said, you don't have nothing to compare it to. Correct. So, correct. so you kind of start somewhere. And I'd grade generously. So, But it was still my number two of the, of the pick. Same I here. thought it was good. It's my number two. Okay. Rube? It was my number two also. Mary? My number three. Number three. Ooh. Okay. It was um, actually number one and number three are tied for my number one. So okay. we could be number two or number one. Bourbon number two. I will go around the order. That was yeah. my least one. Um, I mean, it was okay, but it was, yeah, it wasn't nothing, nothing special. Just same here. It was my lowest one of the group. Mary, my highest one. Your highest? Uh, my highest. It was my lowest. Really? By a bunch. So we got three lows and two highs. Yep. Right. All right. All right. So bourbon number three. That was my winner. Okay. My winner by a bunch. Okay, yes. Mary. Uh, my second. Second. By barely. By barely, Ruben. Uh, that was my lowest for the turn. 
that was t- tied with number one for me. I, I like both those okay. for different reasons. We, right. So everybody knows we're, we have five categories that we're grading them by. The color, the smell, the taste, the aftertaste, and then we add one that most tastings don't do, and that's what it tastes like with a piece of ice. Because most people have ice. do it on the rocks right. or mix it, and then you lose half of this stuff we're talking about. So, so and to give you an idea how, how different that can be is – the the one that was my number two, I thought with the ice it it didn't taste as good as without. Right. But the one that the one that I thought was the best tasted better with the ice than without. Mm, yeah, mine was close. I almost went higher, but it was like it was right there. You know, wasn't a, a noticeable up, but it was good. It was good both ways. So, but yeah, the first one it was kind of odd that typically you put ice in it and it. It seems to improve. Kind of mellows it out. It seems to improve, but this one made it worse. It didn't. I I didn't like it at all. So mine. I did to give you an idea. This mine were very close and numbered, but each category changed in mine. Right. That's that's what's different, I guess, for people's flavors and tastes. Yeah. 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 Some of them. It was weird because some of them on the right nostril smelled great. It was nice caramel. Left side smell like rubbing alcohol. Right. It's just they're all. It's all different. It's a. It's a, it's a great way to taste. You know, Stephen Fonte, you've ruined us all. Oh, number oh. two <laughs> is to me the idea. But number two seemed buttery to me in the smell. With the other two, didn't leave me too much to refence. But the number two was buttery to me, and I, in right off the bat, I thought, man, that smells buttery, and I didn't really pick up a good solid so smell. So number the other two, two was my least favorite. Uh-huh. Yep, same here. That was my least. <laughs> Ruben, my number one. Your number one. My yeah. number one. Mary's yeah. number one. <laughs> number two was actually Jim Beam. Jim. Oh really? Uh, two was C, which was Jim Beam. Mixes. It. I like beef. Right. No wonder I scored it high. Yeah, I'm okay with yeah. that. See, I like it, but don't like it straight. That's my mixer. Yeah, that's my mixer. Yeah, it's a great it's a good mixer. mixer. But I it's a popular well mixer. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. I never drink it straight. Yep. yep. So that tonight's the first time I've actually tasted. Everybody knows Jim Beam, <laughs> so that's a handle of Beam we for thirty Jim. bucks. That's what you know. That's what a lot of us when we started during. That's bourbon. what you grew up. With. It's number number one selling bourbon in the nation. That's right. right. I scored yeah. it. You know. A 14, which was low. All right, let's go number one. Well, that was my number two. Your number two? Also. That was my number two. My lowest. Your lowest. Resoundingly lowest. Ten high. Ten high. Most of you haven't heard of this. Never no, heard of it. Never heard of it. You guys liked it, apparently. I be, I'll buy it. That's why I was going to ask to find yeah. out where you got Speak it. Speak okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was introduced to Ten High in Michigan, Mary's niece's wedding. It's pretty good. Seven ninety nine a bottle. Really? Now that was the one that Jeff and I both like straight, yeah. no ice. I, I, I liked it as well. That was I. I, did I didn't know that's what which one it was, but I. Yeah, um, I liked it better with with. I drank yeah. probably almost a bottle of this in Michigan. <laughs> they were filling the glasses up, but uh, you know, Michael, tell you this is on the bottom shelf. He's got one that's dusty on the bottom shelf. That's because it's priced seven ninety nine, and nobody tries it. Well, I'm gonna go get it tomorrow. <laughs> Mary, Mary's not gonna get any of it. No, but, no. I'll pass. but for me, yeah. for me again, that was my second. So right, it that would was, be it would be a fine mixer for me, but it's not something I'm gonna want to drink. Yeah, straight great. Myself. You wouldn't sit and sip it. I would sip that all day no. long. No, no. I see. I would because I don't. I said that I felt on that bottle there. I said it has a high turn on it. Yeah. 
Um, to me, it had a high turn, even though I named it number two. And the reason why, because when I dropped ice in it, it really flowed out after I dropped ice in it. But see that to me, the aftertaste on that was good. It didn't. Well, see, I drank it on the rocks with ice, and I, I was fine with it up there. So. See, and I had it down as with ice, it tasted worse than it right. Did yeah, every, everybody has a different. Isn't, isn't that great? Right. I like the fact the seven dollar <laughs> bottle of bourbon. We can all enjoy that though. Yeah, that should be our mixing pile it, over it, here. Our Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah, you know, anybody's dumping a $30 bar bourbon in your mixer, that's your just... Yeah, that's okay, I'll put, so I gotta go the, get, I'll put away the Buffalo Trace, I guess. Well, I got to add, <laughs> I gotta <laughs> add <laughs> me a bottle of that to my selection at home for... Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. To me, it's just a drink. I'll mix ten, it, though. What's it called? Ten Hot? Ten Hot. It, it's an old bourbon. Who makes that? Uh, I'm not sure who makes it now. Okay. I had looked it up at Wait, one time. We so. got we got to go buy all Mike has before he hears this podcast. I think he has so. one on the shelf. Not anymore. It's a anymore. Barton. It's a Barton, Barton problem. 1792. Yeah. There, there you go. There you go, Dodie. That's why it's good. This will heat you up. It's got a red tone to it. I thought it, you know, I thought, that, so I thought the I color was a three on it. it, <laughs> so, it so number three was Jefferson. I had scored Jefferson that was high my, as well. That was my yeah. number one. That was my number one by a bunch. Right. So. That was my lowest one, but my numbers were all very close together, so... Uh, I thought it had great legs. Uh, I thought it stretched out really nice. Uh, the taste in the beginning was terrible, but it improved greatly with ice with me. Um, I went from a two to a four from float taste when I added ice. Yeah, mine to went it. from four four to a five. Except mine okay. too. Yeah, okay. mine too on that one. So, so it's a funny thing. So I've had I've had the Jefferson, the regular Jeffersons, mm-hmm. and then we've had some of the Jefferson, Jefferson oh, of the Ocean. So, yeah, and I'll take the regular Jeffersons any day over. Yeah. Any yeah. of the ones I've had of the differences on for the extra cost, yeah. For the extra cost, yeah. There. But I mean, just for me, even flavor-wise, uh, right? You know, I've had them both side by side, and it's like I just do the Jefferson. Yeah, I, to me, yeah, yeah. I didn't notice it being a wow better. Right. Now, last week when we had the black and Willet, that was that was that a, was so smooth. That, that black was and Willet. Yeah, that was a definite improvement over just blacking because I've been hitting some of my blackened at home just sitting around watching tv and you know just yeah that's a definite improvement. it was had a really good rich flavor to it just well, that was really cool good. that was cool so. yeah i thought it'd be something different to do you know no i i think that's great it is <sighs> i think it emphasizes how you look at everything and to me if i sit here and look at this and go okay these are all across the board medium price to low price bourbons i i class them all real close together so yeah and, and to, to know that there's one of them 7.99 now mary's not right. going to drink that one no thank you the rest of us were fine with it <laughs> so. but it's kind of funny too that mary picked beam over the jefferson barely though oh barely okay just same with points. me mine was one point so but it just shows you, you know, me I, and Jeff. You know, that's my, that's my mix. And but yep. I put it as the worst. Right, right. But I never drink it straight. It's always with Pepsi. So, yep. you know, like Alan said, what is that? Twenty bucks for a? Oh, that <laughs> well, was, that's a half gallon. Isn't it? That's a handle, which is one point seven five liters for thirty bucks. So thirty bucks. So that's a perfect mix. Yeah. And yep. you know, I just yep. don't drink it straight. So you wouldn't believe that you had a fifty dollar, well, thirty dollars for a fifth. So. For the yeah. Jefferson, yeah, for the Jefferson that was right there with a ten dollar right or eight dollar, eight dollar bottle for I'm some a, of us, not for all of us, right? Well, I, I was, just, I was just disappointed. It didn't taste like syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Looking just, for pancakes up here. Yeah, what, what they didn't hear was just like, come on, put a so little. I put why the you bourbon, put so much in there for? <laughs> I put the bourbon in maple syrup jars bottles. You know, we have plenty of maple syrup jars bottles, and that's a good place to put it. And you know, 
So I thought we were tasting maple syrup. I thought that's what the blind test. <laughs> he was. really did until we let, yeah. had to explain. To he was him like, "That's bourbon. way too much." I had him ready, and to then bring he it realized old, it was bourbon. He goes, "Add more, I add had more." Him, <laughs> I had him ready to bring it to old man breakfast in the morning. <laughs> And he's you know, like, this, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> this goes back to a few podcasts back when we were doing a tasting when there's somebody had mentioned, I don't, somebody quoted it said, there's a million bourbons out there that are under 20 bucks that are outstanding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's uh, true. There is some really good ones that are out there. Very good stuff. So, what I have here in my rocks class now is a mix of three. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> it's pretty darn tasty. <laughs> Well, I can tell you, you know, the one thing we didn't have up there to taste against is that one bottle I picked up. You poured down the drain? You poured down the drain. Yeah. There's a reason it's There's a reason they're replacing there. the drain next week. Yeah. <laughs> that would have ruined the whole tasting for everything yeah. else, I think. All right. The bourbon question of the day for the podcast. What does bottled in bond mean? Jeff knows. I remember this from, from our last Bardstown trip. And isn't it the proof? It has the proof... There's four things. Has to be in Kentucky. Has nope. to be a hundred nope. proof. No, nope. does not have to be in Kentucky. You just need to lose. Has to be a hundred proof. Has okay. to be a hundred proof. proof. Got to be in a, in a barrel. It has to. It has to be distilled in a single distilling season. That's either Correct. January through June or July through December. Okay. And what else, Alan? What's the other item? It's going to come from one distillery. One distillery. One yeah. distillery. And it has to age a minimum of? Seven years. Four years. Four years. Oh, in, in this a, is a four-year right here. In a federally bonded. Correct. A federally bonded facility. So Jim Beam is considered bottled in bond. It's a four-year. No. no, just a four-year blend. No, this okay. is not a hundred proof. So they will no, have. It's just a four-year. Ruben, if you look back there. Yeah. I'm There's brought, several I, bottles I, here. I right. bought a bottle, bottle tonight of old... Um, yeah, old Forester. Right? Old Forester, <laughs> okay. and it says right on there, bottled in bond. Right. Okay. So this all started back in the late 1800s, and it was really one of the first federal acts that had to do with food adulteration. Oh, really? Yeah, because um, a lot of what was going on was, you know, the the bourbon was sold in in, in barrels to out to to retail. Right. Well. Then they were watering it down or right. mixing it and all this other stuff. And um, so they put this act in place at, at, at a request of, yes, Kentucky distillers. Right. Requested, basically started pushing Congress to put something in place because they were basically cheating everybody. So it's their way of proving that it was bottled correctly. Yeah, so it, was a, amount, it became so. a big thing then if you, were, if you were buying your bourbon and it was bottled in bond. Yeah. You knew what you were getting. Okay, it's good to know. I've I read that probably somewhere before, but don't retain it very yeah, well. Yeah, it's lost. So. It's it, you know, it's it lost a lot of its importance over time, yeah. um, just because there was a lot more uh, oversight in the first place, and 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 they weren't selling it in barrels. They everything started being sold in bottles, so it was right. bottled at the distillery, right? And it was sealed, you know, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot harder for the distributors. The retailers to doctor it after right. after the fact, right? Um, so anyway, that's that's kind of where where it all came. It's good to know. Cool, cool. So we'll learn in a couple weeks, uh, a couple more items. Tennessee whiskey. Uh, <clears throat> there is a stringent uh, list of things that t- for it to be labeled now as Tennessee whiskey. 
Distillers Association in Tennessee pushed for that. <clears throat> and then uh, this actual, I think in 20, 2003 uh, is when the laws in Tennessee were passed. <clears throat> you just can't say you're a Tennessee whiskey. There's a list of things which very are very close to the list of things that it's required to be considered a bourbon. Right. There's an added feature, though, with Tennessee whiskey. It's a filtering process mm-hmm. through maple charcoal. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I didn't know huh. that. I didn't no. know that either. So to be labeled as a Tennessee whiskey, it has to be filtered through maple charcoal. Wow. I had no idea. Yep. And there's not a lot of, uh, well, I guess there's a lot of maple trees, but not a lot of maple production in the state of Tennessee, though, right? I mean, maple production, really, Indiana North, right? Well, you're talking two different things. You're talking maple syrup. Right, okay. Okay, hard maple is a total different Just story. Just a different thing, okay. Yeah, yeah so there's plenty of them. So we're going to take a short break, <clears throat> fill our glasses. Hopefully we can make it to the end without slurring our words. We're getting scared by that stupid freaking wolf in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that, we'll when, talk we about that when we get back. We'll be right back with Don't Cross laugh, Mary. the Line. Don't laugh, Mary. 1524. <laughs> Top Sale Hemp provides affordable CBD and hemp products that help alleviate pain and ailments due to arthritis and inflammation. According to a poll conducted by the Arthritis Foundation, 71% of all patients reported CBD improved their ability to sleep, while 67% reported improvements in their physical function. Top Sale Hemp has something for everybody, from CBD pain cream to oils and more. Find your peace and relaxation using Top Sale Hemp's proven lab-tested CBD products. They can be found at TopSaleHemp.com. Use discount code 15-24 to get your 10% discount today. Top Sale Hemp. Go check them out. I, I was right. nice and I washed Mary's glass and I washed my glasses. We're, we're back here. <laughs> and, and we have we have had fun tonight at Ruben's expense. Again. Again. Again, again and again. again. He's got to be we good have for a, Tomorrow we have a big Halloween party happening in the party barn. And um, I brought one of the props in from there. It's about a five and a half foot werewolf standing up. You know what Now that's him? not as tall Still as taller. the rest of us, but it's taller than Ruben. <laughs> I was going to say, that's what scares him is it's taller than he is. <laughs> to start with, though, I got to tell you, Jeff's wife, Robin, and I put it in a bathroom. So when you open the door, it's the first thing you see. I, unfortunately, I had went upstairs to get something, and as I'm coming down here, huh! yeah, that really, that, if that was Robin, it's more like, huh! yeah. <laughs> oh, so it did get Robin before it got me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I said, leave that in there. We're gonna. So Ruben gets here. So we, we well, I think we we're taking our first break. We took our first break. First yeah. break, and he decides to go to the restroom. Well, Mary's missing. And I said, well, I was married in the bathroom. And they're like, no, she's not in the bathroom. She went upstairs. <laughs> so Ruben opens the bathroom door. And I wish I had a picture. It was like, okay. well, I, he was shocked twice. Recording the sound. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. Did. I opened the door. I was back, my back to it because I was talking yeah. to Robin and Dodie. Yeah. yeah, and you spun around. And I, turned, I was like, what the hell? It wasn't just what the hell. I'm glad you did not have a speaker there because I'd have so beat the crap out of that You would think after it happened one time, you'd be good. <laughs> But no, when we just took this last break, he goes to the bathroom again. And guess what happens? 
I think he was a little scared when he closed the door and it was behind him. Uh, it's all good, it's, man. It's all, it's all good. Benjamin was touching him in That's there. What it was. <laughs> so, you know, something that uh, I failed to bring up in one or two earlier, uh, we have some good podcast friends um, have a podcast called Could It Be the Oak Island Podcast. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Dustin and Deidre White, unfortunately, and you can go to their Facebook page. I have it posted. Yeah. Uh, Dustin's sister, um, unfortunately, was murdered this past weekend. So our thoughts, prayers, and condolences goes out there. Absolutely. Uh, and once again, it's a mental health issue. Uh, the guy admitted to it, said there were voices in his head. He actually murdered two people. Mm-hmm. Um, he was telling him to shoot people. Telling yeah, to shoot people. voices were telling sure. him to shoot people. Uh, mental health, you know, we've said it when we were talking our gun talk way back when uh mental health there's a mental health issue and people need to get help uh he was also on elite some illegal drug stuff and you know we don't want to dive into that as much as we want to give our prayers and condolences to dustin and deidre white so absolutely thinking about you guys so we're going from that to another shooting that happened on a hollywood set with alec baldwin uh, a prop gun was handed to Alec Baldwin. He fired it, killed one person, wounded another. Uh, he was told it was a cold gun, uh, but it was not. And then, uh, you know, as the facts come out, that same pistol was used for target shooting earlier in the day. Well, and I want to argue that story that you just said was the first story that was came out. I read one either later in the day or the next day that that well that really wasn't what happened. He went in was practicing on his own. It wasn't handed to him and told a cold gun. So, so I, I read the I read the police report. So even the the prop thing, the person said they handed him the gun. Okay, told him it was a cold. Yeah. There's been a ton so of stories. Yeah, you know, and the it. fact of the matter, it's 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 a tragic story. Right. It's absolutely a tragic story, and um, I'm not a big fan of Alec Baldwin, but I got to no. tell you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't you, matter. You know, who it the, is. the guy has got to be absolutely devastated, and and the poor family, and, and it's the same. I mean, it's the same. It doesn't have to be a, a, a gun accident, but it's the same in car accidents. Somebody makes a mistake, runs a stop sign, whether they're and they're not drinking, they just didn't see it or whatever, and they kill somebody else. And um, uh, you know, but uh, you're gonna ask yourself, it, 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 it's it's just it's just got to be devastating. But that doesn't mean that you know there isn't right there isn't a penalty to pay right for, so i can't imagine a prop gun that's being used on a set being used for target practice the same day well that's what I, it always gets me is why is why are there live bullets period on a set of a movie well i don't think they're supposed to be i mean i think if, if you read into it that there's again there's it, and it's like any workplace so there's all kinds of things that you're supposed to do or have that don't get done (laughs) that don't necessarily get done or get overlooked or it just becomes a well it's not you know it's 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 never happened right Right. we've we've never had a tragedy like that happen so it just things get a little bit loose right Right. yeah and careless and then and then this is what happens yeah well in the early 90s brandon lee was killed basically the same way by fragmentation from michelle well that was a little uh, different that was different different. that was a blank yeah it was a blank shoot watts right right okay well blanks are dangerous i think what they determined was a part of the previous yeah it got lost it was a fragmentation he died later yeah right and so now that's that's not to say that something 
in that case wasn't overlooked that maybe the gun was supposed Correct. to have been checked right. ahead for anything like that. But right. but you know, freak things happen. Sure, there's no doubt about it. And, right. and again, I mean, um, you know, I'm already seeing just nasty. You know, yeah, this, this is this this, this is the stuff that's coming out. It's it's, it's 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 stupid. Right, stupid. And people just need to lay back. You know, somebody lost their life here. You've got right. a, you got a family that's devastated. And like I said, I, I, I'm sure Alec Baldwin is, is oh, yeah, devastated. Yeah. Um, I, I don't agree uh, with his views. Right. I don't particularly like him. But you know, some of the stuff that come out is just ridiculous. Yeah, and you just need to you need to lay. I off. had the chance to listen to two uh, movie professionals who have been in movies and series uh, speak on on gun safety on the set. One of them said his experience was he was in a, in a police uh, type of movie and um, he was supposed to shoot a gun and they took 10 minutes to show him the gun, show him that there was blunt, you know no real live rounds, show him how to do it. Well, I'll just tell you it was Matty Blake. So Matty... Yeah. And Anthony Arkin are talking. So Matty said it was the safest thing. You know, there was no way right. that he would have fired a live round after what they went through. Anthony Arkin, on the other hand, was in a situation where he actually made him stop shooting because he didn't feel safe. Right. It just goes to show there's two different, depending on what movie sets you're on, who's the director. Right. It, it just well, and again, crazy. It's, 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 well, it's, it's like any workplace. You walk in one workplace, it's one way, and you yep. walk in another workplace, it's exactly it's, right. It's something different, and you know. Well, when it when it comes down to gun safety, I mean, you have to put a lot of stuff on your. And that's where, they, to me, the only guy said is if listen, someone hands me a gun and says, "Hey, we're going to pretend," I'm going to research and look at gun. I'm going to look it over and everything too. And I think that in business and everything else, it's no different driving a fork truck with a fork up or something like that. In one place, they don't do it, right, Jeff? We talk about things like yeah. that. I don't think the precautions were taken that was needed when the person was handed a weapon. There should be a system of checks he should be doing, as well as the trainer and everybody else. Except, I'll, uh, I'll play devil's advocate. Yep. He's an actor. He doesn't know. He's a not lot. a gun. You, right. all right. of us sitting around this table, know all, a whole bunch of. That's why guns. training is important. If he's going to hand be handed a weapon, he should know how to check but, it and but verify he, it. And, but he, yes. if he's told you have a cold weapon, he should right. be good to go. Yeah, I think I think we're going to see both sides of that argument across the board i i feel bad i feel real bad for the situation because I, I know i don't think in my heart there's no way he ever meant to kill anybody oh, no, he meant no, to no. hurt anybody oh, right. and there's no way and somebody and, and there's a lot of gun advocate and and you know a lot of people against the, his leftist views that are bouncing out about that but there's no way there was any I feel in any way in this, that he felt any harm towards anybody, and he's devastated by this. And he's going to sure read because any not only that he's the producer. Listen, so he, he's going to be affected uh, on both ways. Of he's this. going to be affected for the rest of his life. He is you absolutely. And, and, and again, it's the it's the same. So you know, um, I I don't know real close. I wasn't real close to the guy, but we had a guy here locally driving home from work, fell asleep, went across the other side, and killed a man. Yes. And and the guy and the guy as I knew him the 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 driver that killed that fell asleep yeah he was one of the best people sure around I mean he was he was he you know he he didn't you know he's the kind of guy that that uh, um, treated everybody right with the utmost respect you know didn't know a stranger kind of guy right. and I'm sure and he ended up dying a few years later. Mm-hmm. Um, himself but i'm sure that 
weighed on him every day. Every day. And I think, you know, you have to understand, Alec Baldwin, this is going to weigh on him every day. I have no doubt in my oh, mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you talk about an accident like that, I fell asleep one time driving and rear-ended a car. There you I mean, go. I was going down the interstate, coming home from school. I went to school in Indianapolis, and every I worked at UPS at Friday night. After work was over, I'd drive home, so I'd spend a weekend with my lovely wife now. But So I'd drive home well, one night. I fell asleep. I drove probably a mile and a half that I don't remember the road and rear-ended a truck. Now, if I wouldn't have held myself in the lane, if I'd have crossed over to the other side, you know, who been, knows what would have happened. But been a lot just, more tragic. I got lucky that night and rear-ended a car and didn't sure. hurt anybody. It's, they call it an accident for a reason. Right. Yep. So I guess you know, what I would say is along with prayers of the family of, of the, the, the young lady that was killed and and – the other person that was injured is you know prayers for, prayers for alec baldwin really yeah. and and you know that he can he can find his way through through this. he and he's not only going to have to find his way through what actually happened he's got to find his way through all the the, the damnation he's getting from other sure. people and that's yep. and I, I i and i said you know everybody thinks and i i've been taught all my life if someone hands you a gun you do a gun everything's loaded right right you double check and everything so you can say all that stuff you want and to alan's point training and prop guys are there for that purpose and uh i think it's just a lot of things that in the safety thing in a safety world we're out there people miss uh they miss they forget things and they don't follow details and that's a pretty big thing to miss so it is a big well thing listen i think well, i think it's a lot that you uh, kind of like uh, Dwayne's experience you know I look back through my life and yes I, I wonder a lot of times why I'm still here yes. because of yeah. you know I've done stupid <laughs> stuff stupid you know, crap and, right right and only through God's grace you know that I'm still here and I think all four of us can probably say absolutely that. no I was and, never and never. you know I just thank my lucky stars every day yeah. I, I'm just when the prop guy hands you a gun and says it's cold gun to me that means he's checked the gun so after the shooting, what they found was three blanks and what was a, a live a round. Right. I don't know. I to me it, is that what the police report read? Yeah, but it. The, I and I did. Was it handed through two people? The man that handed the gun said, "This is a cold gun." That's the man responsible for. Well, isn't it a lady? Or though, a lady. Well, one. Well, see, that's what they said. It was a lady handling and handed to a, a producer who handed. I don't it care. Down. Whoever's in charge of props. It's their fault. If they handed a gun and said it's a cold gun, right? It's their fault. Period. There's no. You well, can't it's, it's, it's going to go. It, it's going to go back, and like the argument's going to go back. There is no to argument. Arguments if and there, everything else. If there was a live round, there was a live round in that gun, and the person said this is a cold gun, that's the person who is at fault. At, well, Alan, that's, here, here's where I'll debate you just a little bit. That's a, there's a if debate I, on that. If I hand you a gun and say... We're not on a movie set, though. Hey, We're but, not on a movie set. But this is, Alan, this is, Alan, Alan, wait a minute. This is a workplace. So they have... So as far as I know, these actors go through the process that they are supposed to also check the weapon, yep. just like you that's would. That's not what I've read. I've read the, the way it works... Well, if that is a yeah. way it should, is, it should be. Because when I go to a workplace and somebody says that piece of equipment is turned off and locked out, guess whose responsibility it is? It's still I, I, my responsibility. I don't think we can apply the way we do things I, I versus think, the way the things are set up on a movie set. Because well, what I've read... We, we don't he, know what that is. I've heard differently. What? I've heard that they that the actors are expected to also check those weapons. See, I, I've heard just the opposite from other actors as well. 
So uh, it's unfortunate. It'll, it'll all come out. Yeah, in the, it's it'll an all unfortunate come out accident. The, I mean, just end. like Brandon Lee. I mean, but that was a different scenario. That was, that, was, that was a blank. Uh, that but you know, here's a very good. We just experienced two minutes of a very good example of why it's being so uh, looked over by every people and all the comments we made because right. the opinionated on weapons and society and weapons in the workplace, workplace habits, workplace safety, workplace training. It First all has all, to do with a lot of that. Who in the hell shoots live rounds? No, right through. I mean, I, to me, it starts there. Why That's were they true. shooting round, live rounds even, through a prop gun? Well, there shouldn't it, even be a prop gun to but, be able to even take a live round. Okay, but this goes back to the who's in charge of this set. Right. Who's in charge of the sets? That's Alec Baldwin. This is his movie, his producer. Why is he allowing the prop person to have live rounds being fired in target practice? Well, and I, I, there's, so there's some, a lot. There's a there's a lot we don't know. Right, right, and again, right. there's a lot that will come out as this investigation goes forward. Mm-hmm. And again, at the end of the day, it's a tragic situation yep. uh, for a couple families in particular. Absolutely, right. there's a couple kids that don't have a mother anymore. That's right. Yeah, it's that period. I, 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 it's sad. It is very sad. And and you know I I I'm an advocate, advocate gun guy and shooter and stuff. And I would not. I don't know how I would act if I accidentally shot and killed someone. I don't I, know I how would, I'd act if I handed you the gun, knowing or knowing thinking that you did it. it. Did well, you hand no, me the gun? Well, knowing that I thought it was clear and I God. made the mistake, I'd be even more sick than you. Because it was my fault. I would feel it was yeah. my responsibility that I handed you something Absolutely. that I thought was good, but it wasn't. But I, I still go back to it. If somebody hands me a gun, my first instinct is to clear it. I, that's, well, our talk, that's our talk Once process. again, I'll go back to there's no way a prop on a movie set should, should ever, be, there should an hour, two hours before that, they should, should have been, been shooting live rounds through right. Now. You're right. Period. I mean, it shouldn't be... First of all, it shouldn't be a gun that could shoot live That's rounds. That's exactly my point. Most prop guns. Root cause analysis says you don't have it on the wet, on the set. Period. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what you know, if you go back to root cause, is one you should never have a gun that even takes a gun, takes a weapon, takes the ammunition. So. I mean, that's why they make, you know, a lot of prop guns were seven millimeter, which they only at the time made seven millimeter blanks. Right. But yeah. Like Jeff said, there's more to come we'll out. We'll find out. But it's just a tragedy. Uh, you know, and it is unfortunate. I mean, right away there was stuff coming out saying, yeah. "Oh, it's a conspiracy because he was anti-gun." A Trump guy probably put those bullets in that gun. Right, oh, right. Like, no, what, what is wrong right. with people? I agree. Yeah. I agree. What is wrong? Well, with and you know, again, I've seen depictions of T-shirts and stuff with Alec Baez. Like, come on, folks. It's, no, he, right. he, he, man, he did not mean to do that. It was an accident. Yeah. The, the only. It, do you think karma sometimes comes back and gets you? Because uh, I can't some, even say karma. Yeah, right. Well, that's well, even you guys push it back. And think yeah. about the trial he's going to go through. Sure. He's going to go through a trial with all these people with these different feelings about all this stuff. It's going right. to be tough for him. But there's tweets he's made over the past about the different shootings and stuff. How's it feel? And I mean, it's, that's kind of yeah. You know, but both were tragic, tragic accidents. And then yeah, I don't know. Anyway, all right. We gotta end on something a little bit lighter than that. Really. We're yeah. some drinking. Yeah, <laughs> pass the syrup bottle. So, so you guys got your Halloween costumes already for tomorrow night? Oh, I can. I'm wearing that. See it? We got. Yeah. Our, I'm wearing it. You know, I have one, but it don't fit. Oh. <laughs> don't wear it, then, Ruben. <laughs> Old Dodie and I have ours. We can't wait. Yeah, Mary and I've got ours. Mary, I'm sure you do. I'm Mary's I'm just, so proud of mine. I'm sure God. she is. She yeah. just rolled her eyes for the record. Yeah, I heard a little, uh-huh. Hey, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> we heard the same stuff right before the trip to Key West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
That's tomorrow night. We're going to have wings. Where, where are you getting wings at? Real, you doing them? Real bone-in yeah, bone wings? You'll notice his chickens running around the yard out here. They, they don't, they have don't fly wings. no more. <laughs> so I'm doing smoked wings and fried wings. Awesome. Both, so. That's great. And we're doing a fried pork loin. I've never. You said something about that earlier. Yeah. I've never had one yeah. of those. So I'm going to show people the best way to have. Did a pork I hear loin. somebody? Somebody say you can't fry a pork loin. Exactly. Who's, who's I was said told that. I was told that several times. I'm like, oh yeah, watch this. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You can, <laughs> can deep fry. If it's anything. got to do with <laughs> grease and hot and fire, Alan can fry anything. Here's the deal, everybody. There's a lot of people who are old school with pork. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's got to be 190 degrees. Blah blah blah. You're ruining your pork. That's right. Internal temperature of pork does not to be, need to be 190. No, 161, isn't it? Not even that. Not even that. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I One of my favorite meals is is fried. Chicken, on the other hand. Fried pork chops. You got to make sure that dang chicken's done. Yeah, man. So, got anything else, guys? My drink's empty. Mine's almost empty, yeah. And that's bad because we did three bourbon tastings and we drank <laughs> them all. We're still upright. Still upright. <laughs> There's All syrup right. in the bottles yet here. We hope everybody's had a happy Halloween. Be yeah. safe out there. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. And we'll see you in Table 12. Yay! And we'll see you all next time. Are you tired of hearing the same old songs over and over on the radio? Every single hour, the same tune? Well, it's time for something different. Check out hometown radio usa the best independent music hits from yesterday hits from today podcasts and so much more hometown radio usa you can find it on the web at www.hometownradiousa.com or at the app store or on google play hometown radio usa reimagining radio and coming to you in your hometown it was another fun night at the speakeasy did the blind tasting, talking about all kind of stuff. As I'm speaking and editing this podcast, it's the day after our Halloween party, and I'm moving a little slow, but fun was had by all. It was a great time. As usual, please leave us a positive comment or five-star rating on whatever app you're using to listen to us. Feel free to drop us a line at podcast at crossthelinefifteentwenty-four.com. So for Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, I'm Alan Stanger, and you've been listening to Cross the Line, 1524. Out the door.